So this past Friday, or not Friday, but this past uh, Wednesday on AEW Dynamite, this image was caught by the camera. And this is not the first time something like this was shown on camera by a major wrestling promotion. Several months ago, if not a year ago or so, WWE had the same thing happen as well. And again, this is at AEW Dynamite. This is, you know, a company that's supposed to be the alternative to WWE. Well, just like WWE, apparently, they too, AEW that is, is not booking the women's division correctly. I mean, they do have, you know, some good talent on that roster. You know, they have, you know, of course, the current champion, world champion, the current women's world champion being Tony Storm. That's Tony with an I. Uh, they have their TBS champion, Chris Statlander. They have, of course, Britt Baker, DMD. You know, they have Soraya, the former Paige. Ruby Soho, the former Ruby Riot. You know, they have Hakaru Shida on there. They have Riho, um, if you will. They have Emeros, Emeru Sakura, uh, when they can. They have Nyla Rose. They have Abad. They have uh, they have uh, Nyla Rose, like I said. They have um, Abaddon. They have Abaddon on there. They have Jade Cargill. Whenever she comes back, they have Layla Hirsch. They have Kira Hogan, Athena. You know, um, Tyra Valkyrie. I mean, they have a they have a you know they have a peripheral if you will, a peripheral, they have a, they have a huge women's roster, if you will, and they got some names coming back eventually, you know, they have Thunder Rosa coming back, according to reports, she was last seen, uh, according to Fightful, and I, and I, let me bring this up, I do apologize for any lag, but according to Fightful, she was last seen in Texas trading with Funaki, yeah, the same Funaki from Kayentai, you know, the Indeed, or number one, SmackDown number one announcer, you know, and all that. So, you know, so she was, you know, she was last seen there. As a matter of fact, I'm going to see if I have it on here somewhere. See if I have it. Oh, I may not have to look again. But they also have Jamie Hayter, who is going to be coming back. She just won't be back in time for All In, unfortunately. But, you know, they got talents like Madison Rain, whether you like her or not. Uh, the Bunny, Cherry Bomb, if you will. Uh, or Allie. And Thunder Rosa, like I mentioned. So, you know, obviously they got a lot of, you know, talent on that women's roster. They're just not booking them correctly. And, the, and that does you know, present a problem, especially if you're supposed to be an alternative to WWE and you're supposed to do things that are opposite of what WWE is doing. Because WWE, you know, people say, oh, you're not booking your women's division correctly either. And that's true. They're not. They're not. Even though they are trying to give them stories and everything, they're not booking them correctly. I mean, like tonight, or last night by the time you watch this, uh, which would be Saturday, which will be today, Saturday, you know, the women's tag team champions, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green, lost to two of the challengers in the Triple Threat Women's 
uh, championship match at SummerSlam, that being the makeshift Will They Get Along or Not tag team of Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. So, so yeah, you know, WWE may not be booking their division correctly or appropriately either. I mean, you look on Raw, you know, and you got Rhea Ripley as the Women's World Champion representing that brand. And, you know, and by extension, NXT, but mostly Monday Night Raw. And she's basically been, you know, um, and she's basically been, I guess you could say, booked to be an unstoppable monster. In other words, a bully, if you will, that will put fear into anybody that crosses her path. But the way it looks like to me, by having her take out the likes of, you know, Raquel Rodriguez, you know, Gonzalez, if you will, uh, Liv Morgan and a few others, you know, it it feels like that not only are they trying to book her as a dominant force, you know, in the women's overall division, mostly on the Raw side of things, but they're trying to book her as a dominant force that's also kind of, um, kind of not fond of defending her title, even against opponents she could handily beat. Because maybe there's something there that she, you know, doesn't want to admit to. And that being, you know, she's afraid that if she loses her title, she's going to go back down the wire. If you know what I mean. But, you know, I, I understand, you know, I understand where they're coming from. When I, when people like this go out of the way to ha make a sign and that says book the women's division better. You know, I understand fans that go out of the way like they did many years ago that did that whole hashtag give divas a chance and then recently the whole give women's wrestling a chance you know i, I you know i get excuse me there i get you know everybody's frustration you know when they go out and do these kind of things like that what you see here you know and again you would think a company like AEW want trying to be that alternative would do better with the women's division seeing you know seeing the amounts the um, Massive amount of talent in that women's division that they have. I mean, they even have tag teams in that division, if you will. So you think they would book them better. You know, that you think they would book them better, but they don't. You know, they don't book them better. I mean, the only one that's ever been booked, and still is to an extent, you know, as a star, is Britt Baker. You know, and some people would say, well, wouldn't that make her kind of like a heel and everything? Well, you would think, maybe, but we're not really sure. You know, even when she was a heel, fans loved her. So it's like, make her a heel, make her a tweener, whatever, fans are still behind her. You know, again, I understand the frustration, because you take a look at these two major companies that have decent-sized women's rosters all across the board, and they're not utilizing them to the greatest potential. I mean, you look, I mean, if you want to compare anything, and I super chatted this to Alex last night of Alex's World, it was the only super chat I gave him. I said that Impact and Major League Wrestling, MLW, booked the women's division better than both WWE and AEW. And you know what? He agreed. He said, you might be right. You might be right. And you know why he agreed that way? Or agreed with that answer? Of I might be right, because it's a fact. It is an absolute fact that if you watch Impact, 
If you give Impact Wrestling a chance, either you watch the YouTube clips, you watch a full show through the, you know, YouTube membership, you know, uh, Impact membership through YouTube or Impact Plus or whatever or Twitch, you know, depending on how you view it, or if you just, like I said, watch the clips to catch up on what's going on to at least have something to talk about or to be in the know, you will see that they're booking the division better than AEW. They're booking the division better than WWE. I mean... Even though it took her only a few months since she got there, they have booked Trinity, the former Naomi, better than she would have been booked, you know, in AEW had she gone that route. They booked her better than she has than she would have been booked if she returned to WWE and even been part of the Bloodline. They have done a better job with Trinity, uh, you know, as much as I may not, as much as you know, I may hate to admit it, they've done a lot better with her. Than I think any company would do. Oh, any company would have. I mean, to me, I think this is why Sasha Banks, aka Mercedes Monet, does not want to sign with AEW. Because even though AEW would be a good fit for her and give her more and give her that freedom she currently has, if not more so, guess what? You know, it's guess what? It's the same issue in AEW that made her and Trinity, formerly Naomi leave WWE. It's the booking of the women's division. Not just, you know, not just Trinity and Mercedes booking as tag team champions and all that. No. It's the way the women's division was booked that caused them to leave. Because it didn't make no sense whatsoever. And that's one reason majorly that I think Mercedes has been hesitant to sign with AEW. Yes, the schedule might be lighter and more in her favor, but why would she want to sign if they're not booking the division correctly? I mean, you you can't tell me Mercedes isn't watching AEW Dynamite, you know, and listening to what people like, you know, just Alex and JD and others are saying about the way the division's being booked. You can't tell me she's not taking that all in and being like, hmm, you know, I know Tony Khan wants me to be part of this company and his women's division, but I don't think this is the best time for me to go there because... Just like my former employer in Connecticut, you know, they, you know, just like they weren't booking the division correctly, AEW is doing the AEW is going down the same path. So maybe I should hold off on them. And that's probably what's preventing her from going. Now you might say, well, she's not being, she was never being booked well with New Japan. Uh, New Japan and New Japan owns Stardom. Bushido Road owns Stardom, just like they own New Japan. So Stardom is basically a New Japan promotion for the women. And she has been part of that. She's been part of the... the uh, she, she's been part of that. She, you know, she was, you know, uh, part of the IWGP Women's Champion... The, sec, the first, I think the first and only title defense by Kyrie saying by Kyrie and everything... You know, in that short time, whether you want to admit it or not, they have booked IWGP, New Japan, and New Japan Strong have booked the women that get involved with the company better than AEW and WWE. Yeah, their ta- yeah their rosters may not be as extensively immense as both AEW and WWEs are combined or individually, but they have booked them better, and there's nobody that can deny that. And that's why, when you think about it, you know, that's why, in my opinion, I think 
Mercedes has been very, very hesitant to want to sign with AEW. You know, it's, you know, it's not, you know, it's not basically because of the fact that, you know, she she doesn't want to be part of this company and help it evolve and help the women's division grow. She's looking at it right now. And again, like I said, she's hearing what a lot of people are saying and reading what people are saying and taking in visually what she's watching. And she's thinking along the same lines she thought, you know, when she left WWE along with Trinity. Why do I want to be here if they're not going to treat the women's division with respect? If they're not going to book it, you know, respectfully? You know, why would I want to be here? You wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't want to be there. You know, so you'd want to basically either stay home, heal up, go back to New Japan, work with them. You know, even though their division may not be as immense, you'd still rather take a chance on that. Heck, you'd rather go to Impact, you know, and have a light schedule there. But you'd rather, if you're Mercedes, you'd rather go there because their division is more well-treated with respect than anything else. I mean, if you watch what's going on right now, okay, if you watch what's going on right now, you have... Several women's programs going on in Impact, more so than AEW, more so than WWE. You have a lot of women's programs going on in Impact that are getting focused. I mean, you got focus on basically a co-main on a co-main event in Trinity taking on Diana Perazzo at Emergence. You know, you have. What else do you have? You know, you have. Well, that might be the main event. Period. Let's be honest, that might be the main event period. But you have that, you know, you have, you know, you have what's going on the women in the knockouts tag team division with the oven, with the death dolls, you know, in their situation there, as well as, you know, uh, what was it, you know, uh, Shaw and her, uh, what's her name, you know, uh, uh, Chelsea Shaw, uh, you know, Shaw, you you have the thing going on with Shaw and her crew, potentially feuding with Masha Samovich and Kill and Killer Kelly, and, you know, over the tag titles. It's like, it's like you got all you got all this happening right now, and you're building up new members of the roster as well by having them associated with the likes of Trinity and everything, and that division. That division, is probably the most well-rounded and respected women's division in North America right now outside of MLW. And MLW, again, just like let's say New Japan, they may not have a huge women's division or featherweight division as they call it, but guess what? That at least is getting some respect as well. Even the NWA, Billy Corgan's NWA women's division is getting respect, believe it or not. You know, again, their roster may not be as immense you know, as WWE and AEW's combined or individually, or as big as, you know, Impact's, or decently sized as Impact's, but still, they are booking their divisions better. And that's the honest truth. MLW and NWA are booking their women's divisions better. I mean, the N- Billy Corgan basically has his women vying for championships all across the board. The women's title, the women's tag team titles, and now, for the first time, as far as I know, in a long time, if ever, a women's television title. You know, he's having them compete. He's giving them something to do. And that's more than what people could say. To, more than what, And that's more 
you know, than what people could say that Tony Khan and AEW are doing for their women's division. You know, and that could, and that's more than what people could say WWE is doing for theirs. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that the smaller promotions, the third biggest promotion in North America, Impact, is booking the women's division better than the two leading promotions. You know, it, you know, it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard to believe that, you know, the fourth biggest promotion in North America, that being MLW, booking the women's featherweight division better than, than AEW and WWE. And it's hard to believe that the NWA, which people feel is a shell of itself and it's on the verge of death door, Billy Corgan's NWA, is booking the women's division better. But the question obviously is, why is this happening? Why doesn't AEW and WWE book their women's division like they used to in the past couple of years? What is going on? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. I'll tell you what's going on, okay? What's going on, basically, is unlike Impact, unlike the NWA, unlike MLW, and even New Japan, New Japan Strong, you know, and even Stardom, what's going on is the AEW and WWE, you know, they know they can book their women's division better, and they do, believe it or not, they are showing signs that they can book storylines outside of, you know, just being for championships and everything. They can do that. They're showing signs of that, whether we agree with it or not. You know, the direction that is. Here's why, though, they don't book them as prominently as they should. It's mainly because of trust. And you might ask yourself, well, what do you mean by trust? Well, it's real simple. The trust being, and I say it with all due respect, no offense. The trust being, and I say it again, with all, I say, again, I say this with all due respect, no offense. The trust being that they want women because they know that both men and women, because it's equal here, equal, you know, equal, you know, you know, vision here, equal, you know, equalness in this discussion, here, in the part of this discussion here. But, they know that women, just like men, eventually want to be a par- eventually want to be parents, uh, be, be a parent. Women want to be mothers. You know, men want to be fathers. If you catch my drift, so they know that pe- they know, you know, people, you know, in their life, you know, want to, you know, they 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 want to they want that to happen. They want to start a family, okay. And they know. And they know that this is more prominently seen from their point of view, you know, from, you know, being more of a detriment and more of an issue with the women than the men. Because unless the men are part of a relationship, you know, a man on a man with man relationship, if you will, then they know that the only way they can get around that is adoption. And even with adoption, it could take one of the superstars away, one of the wrestlers away for a while to, you know, focus on raising the baby or raising the child or whatever, unless they're old enough to, you know, kind of be with the new, you know, step family, you know, like their step-in-laws, if you will. So, so with the men, it's not that big of an issue. With the women, however, it's an issue because of the fact that to them, a majority of the women on their roster, whether it's WWE or AEW, a majority of these women, you know, 
out of nowhere will end up getting pregnant. All because they will get into this mindset that they want to be a mom. That now's the time to be a mom. And that's where the trust issue comes in. And I say this with all due respect, no offense. But this is where the trust issue comes in. It's like, how can we trust you, you know, to be here for us? Let's say if it's a Becky Lynch, you know, when she became a mom. Or it's a Charlotte Flair. Or it's a Trish Stratus. Or it's a Alexa Bliss and all that. You know, it's like, how can we trust you to be part of this division? How can we trust you to be part of this division if you're going to end up getting pregnant? You know? How can how can we trust you to be part of this division if you're going to end up getting pregnant? We can't. That This is why we can't book our division properly because we don't know Who's going to end up, you know, going out, you know, out of the way and getting pregnant? You know, even if it's by accident or unintentionally, how do we know, how do we know that's not going to happen? How can we trust you not to have that happen? You see, that's what it is. It's not the fact that they don't believe they can trust them as, you know, competitors in the, in the, competitors in the ring. You know, you know, to or they could trust. It's not that they can't trust them to be professional, and all that. It's not that they can't trust them to be, you know, potentially the faces of their company of the division. No, the trust is how can how do we know you will not get pregnant? That's what it is. And I again I say this with all due respect, no offense, but that's the major issue in wrestling. It's like how and and and, and his thing. You might say, well how. You know, you might say, well, that shouldn't apply to AEW. Tony Khan wouldn't think that way. L- let me let me tell you something, okay? Tony Khan's family. Tony Khan's family probably comes from, you know, probably comes from a an upbringing to where basically they don't trust women. Now, I'm not saying that's true. I'm not saying that's true, but that's just the way I see it. Because if that wasn't true, Tony Khan would, Tony Khan and his team would be focusing, you know, a lot of their attention equally on the women, giving them as much time as they've given the men. But because it's a trust factor, especially when it comes to Tony Khan's heritage, and again, I say this with all due respect, no offense, you know, when it comes to his heritage, it's a lot harder because, you know, it's like, they, you know, they want to trust women, but can they? You know, can they trust women? That's the issue. That's the issue. You know, to them, it's like, can we trust women to the fullest extent? That's the issue. And when it comes to women wanting to be moms or getting in, into that mood of, hey, I want to be, I want to have a family. I want to start a family before I get too old. And while I'm still competing, you know, how can they trust them to be there when they need them? Because if they decide, hey, I want to start a family. I want to, you know, I want to start a family before I retire 
from doing what I love doing in this ring and competing and entertaining these people, you know, how can they, how can they trust them to, to be part of a storyline if they're not there and instead on maternity leave? How can they trust them? They can't, you know. Now, again, I look at Tony Khan as somebody that if it wasn't for his heritage, and I say this with all due respect, no offense, I could be wrong. But I look at someone like a Tony Khan and his heritage and his upbringing. And I'm looking at someone that probably was instilled with, tr- with the factor of, you know, with trust factors and trust issues when it came to women. Like, we could tell he wanted to give the women an op- equal opportunity earlier on in, you know, earlier on in the first couple of years of AEW. We could see that. It was obvious. You know, it was obvious, like, who, you know, who he was focused on, who he's putting the spotlight on, who he wanted to push. It was obvious what he wanted to do. It really was. But yet, but yet, outside of Willow Nightingale getting the rub, winning the women's um, bracket for the Owen Hart tournament and all that, you know, outside of her getting that rub and everything, you know, and then being put into some storylines at times, including having a freaking banger classic of a match against Athena, you know, at Death Before Dishonor, you know, outside of, you know, it's out, you know, outside of those and outside of what he's done with Brit and Thunder Rosa, you know, the outcast and all that, it's like, what else has he done? You know, outside of what he's done with, you know, Chris Statlander and Jade Cargill. What else has he done outside of that? That's that's the question a lot of people are wondering. It's like what else? It's like what else has this guy done? You know, like I mentioned, he's got this massive women's roster under his belt for both AEW and you know ROH, and he's nothing. And he's doing nothing with them. He's doing nothing with them. I mean, everybody pointed out the biggest question: Where was your women's champion this past Wednesday? Where was your women's t- TB? Where was your women's TBS champion this past Wednesday? If this not this past Thursday, where are they? What is going on? You know, it's it's one of those situations to where I think with Tony Khan, you know, it's his upbringing that's causing him not to be very trust trusting of women. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong, you know. It, it, you know, I could be wrong, and it could be some of the people he's you know, uh, put under his wing, you know, as part of his creative teams and all that, you know, or his inner circle that are probably whispering in his ear, hey, you can't trust these women and these women aren't drawing, so let's not book them, you know. That that might be it. We don't know. It could be any, any one of those. But despite the situation, he has, it is agreed upon, but despite the situation, I do agree. If anybody should be booking the women's division, better on a major league platform seen in a seen in over a million houses across the country if not the world if anybody should be booking his women's division better you know than the number one promotion and whether you agree with it or not right now in WWE it's AEW Tony Khan should be booking that women's division and shoving it in Vince McMahon and Triple H's face that hey look we can book our division better than yours but he's not doing that because it's all about that trust issue. And it's not just the trust of 
You know, can we trust them to be a draw? Can we trust them to be the face of our company? Can we trust them to be professionals? No. It's a trust issue of can these women hold off on wanting to be mothers and everything, you know, until we have other stars built up to take their place while they go off and be a mom. You know, do we have that, you know, can they wait till we get that talent? That's what it is. And again, it could be either, and again, like I said, it's either his upbringing, and I'm not trying to say that to be, you know, insensitive or anything, but it could be his upbringing, or it could be people whispering in his ear, hey, these women aren't draws, and, you know, let's not book them because, you know, they're not drawing well, and we trusted them, and the, they've lost our trust. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, it could be any one of those issues. And as far as WWE goes, it's pretty much the same thing. You know, it's just on a bigger scale than AEW. A slightly, if not more, you know, 10 times, 100 times more bigger scale than AEW. That's what it is. It's on a 100 times scale, it's it's on a 100 times bigger scale than AEW, but it's still the same thing. It's about trust. It's about whether or not these ladies can, you know, draw on the ratings. You know, whether or not they can be trusted to be the faces of the company as well as the division. If they can be professional, but also it's a fact of can we trust them to hold off on wanting to be moms until we have certain other talent ready to, you know, carry that ball in their place. Again, I go back to the Becky Lynch thing a couple of years ago during the pandemic when they had Money in the Bank there and Oscar won. Oscar thought, oh, I got a shot at Becky. No, Oscar ended up ended up becoming champion because Becky got pregnant. And WWE, you cannot tell me Vince McMahon was not pissed about that. Like, he was happy with Becky, you know, wanting to be a mom, and that's great. But you can't tell me that he wasn't pissed at the fact that, oh, great, now I've got to alter my plans because one of my biggest stars in the women's division in the past, you know, decade is now going to go off and be a mom. Like, I'm happy for her, but now she's going off to be a mom. You can't tell me that doesn't piss, you can't tell me that didn't piss him off. It did. The same with Alexa Bliss right now. He probably had he or Triple H probably had plans for her, and now she's off going to be a mom as well. Carmella the same way. They probably had plans for her, you know. And now she's off going to be a mom as well. And again, congratulations to them. Congratulations to them. I hope, you know, I hope, uh, you know, I hope and pray their babies, you know, are born healthy and you know full of life and energetic. All, all, you know, all goodness to them. But you can't tell me. Now, with these situations happening, and then what happened with Becky, you cannot tell me it doesn't piss them off. It doesn't piss off creative in WWE, whether it's a Vince McMahon-led creative, a Triple H-led creative, a 50-50-led creative, a Bruce Pritchard-led creative. You can't tell me it doesn't piss them off to no extent, because it does. They just don't show it. And because of these situations happening, you know, they have to change things up. This is why they have to call back someone like a a Charlotte Flair, whether you like them or not, and insert them into the title picture sometimes because the people they want to insert into it are either, you know, uh, are either injured, you know, or still need to be trained because they're not ready, or they're off becoming mothers. And again, nothing's wrong, nothing wrong about that. Nothing wrong about that, Okay. You know, there's nothing wrong about that. You know, if I'm if I'm WWE, if I'm Vince McMahon, if I'm Triple H, you know, I have tons of back. I basically 
have backup plans ready just in case something like this happens. I do. I have backup plans ready and set to go just in case something like this happens. You know, that's what I would do. Because, you know, you know, because his thing with life, you never know what's going to throw at you. You never know when things are going to happen. It's like my mom said, God, God's timing is better than ours. And if God looks at someone like Alexa Bliss, he looks at someone like Carmela and says, I'm choosing now for you two to be moms, then, he, you know, then that's what's going to happen, whether they expect it to happen or not. You know, when Becky Lynch became a mom, you know, he looked at her, God looked at her and said, Becky, I'm choosing this time for you to become a mom, um, and everything, and, you know, start a family. Congratulations. His time is better than ours. You know, whether we like it or not, his time is better than ours. You know, so, you know, so when, so again, when you look at it that way, sometimes that's what people mean when life throws you unexpected curveballs, whether they're good and positive or not. So, you know, the point I'm getting at is that the reason this women, these women's divisions are not being booked properly in both these major promotions of AEW and WWE is not because, you know, it's not because of the lack of talent or anything that's on those rosters. They got tremendous talent. They have a peripheral, unlimited amount of talent. No, it's because of the fact it's all about trust. It's all about trust. Trust of whether or not they can garner ratings, whether trust of whether or not they can be professional, trust in whether or not they can, you know, be the faces of these divisions and the company. And mostly, and like I said earlier, I mentioned this with, and I'm talking about this with all due respect, no offense, trust on hoping these ladies can hold off on wanting to be mothers until the time is, or not until the time, but until they, the companies, have the next stars ready to take their place, A, so that they can go off and, you know, live that dream that they want to live, you know, and start a family. But look, I could be wrong in everything I said here, but to me, to me, I think that has to be the most logical reason, or some of the more logical reasons. Again, it's trust of drawing, it's trusting whether or not that person can draw ratings, if they can be professional, you know, um, you know, like I said, what was it? You know, trust, you know, ratings, professional, you know, trust whether or not they can prove to be the face of the division, if not the company, and mostly trust that they can hold off on wanting to be, you know, mothers, start a family until they have other people built up and ready to take their place. It's all about trust. You know, that's what it is. And I know it's, I know it's a stupid reason. I know it's a stupid reason to not want to book the women's division more properly. Okay, I get that, but that's what it is. It's about trust, you know, and depending on how, how that, you know, trust is viewed, you know, whether you're Tony Khan and it's your upbringing or people are in your ear, you know, who knows, whether you're Vince McMahon and it's just, you know, something you grew up on and, you know, you, 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 you know, you grew up on and, you know, and you kind of feel like, yeah, I can trust them, but they don't draw well, so I'm not going to book them as much or uh, can I, or can I really trust them after what it's happened? I mean, you have to remember this too, okay? You have to remember this too. We are, we are basically two years away from being, from it being the 30th anniversary from when Medusa 
did what she did. For more than Alondra Blaze, Medusa did what she did. And that really caused Vince McMahon to have trust issues with women's wrestling. So again, you take that into you you know, you take that into the equation and everything, along with everything else I've mentioned, and you could see why he why he or anybody else find it hard to to book any of the women um you know properly into the vision because they don't know whether or not they can be trusted. You know, and the same for Tony Khan. You know, again, give Tony Khan credit. He's booked the division a lot better at times than WWE, even in a recent year in the recent past year, but still, you know, you could tell that there's something there that's you know, there's something there that's not clicking and that clickiness that's not clicking is trust. That's what it is. Whether it's his Tony Khan's upbringing or somebody is somebody's in his ear or whatever, it's trust. That's the overall thing. And the difference between these two companies and what goes on with Impact and MLW and New Japan and New Japan Strong, you know, the difference is those companies trust the women. They trust the women to basically be there when they need them. You know, they trust them to be there when they need them. And if anything comes up, they trust them to tell them, hey, this happened. You know, I can't compete anymore because I might endanger my child, but I, I still want to work. So can you find a way to write me off? And they'll find a way. I mean, look what they did with Sue Young. Very supernatural, creatively, if you will. They wrote her off so she can be a mom. I mean, it was a strange way of how they did it because they had her basically absorb, you know, the zombified versions of Kimberly and that other girl uh, into her and everything. But still, they found a creative way to write her off. So, you know, so the difference, again, you know, when you compare them, is that Impact, MLW, and New Japan, New Japan Strong, you know, and any other company out there that has a women's division, these smaller companies, these third larger companies, if you will, are more trustworthy, or more trustworthy of the women than these major companies are. Now, yes, it would, now, yes, it does help that Impact and the NWA, you know, and MLW, in, in New Japan and all of them, they do, well, mostly here in the States, you know, like New Japan Strong and NWA and MLW and, and Impact, it does help that they do tape their shows, you know, weeks in advance. It does help when they do that, just in case something comes up. But outside of that, it's all about, but outside of that, they trust the women more than these major companies do, which is why their knockouts division you know, is booked better, which is why MLW's featherweight division is booked better and NWA women's division is booked better because, it's you know, they trust them. They trust them and also they give them enough time time uh, to, you know, heal up, be with their families, maybe have their moment and then come around and say, hey, you know, this happened. You're going to have to write me out or something like that or whatever. It's about trust and they trust them more. They trust their women's divisions more. All those three companies, all those companies I've mentioned, trust their women's division and more, to the point that they know that they understand, and that the, that this happens, that you know life like this, like life changes like this happen, and then they need to work around it. They need to work around it, and and they will do it creatively. They will do it creatively. Like I said, you take a look at what happened with Sue Young. 
I'm just saying. I am just saying. But anyway, that's how I look at it, in my opinion. It's my, my opinion. You can agree with it or not. But I think it's about trust and a numerous and numerous reasons, you know, behind that trust. You know, uh, and look, can I be wrong? Like I said, absolutely. But I, but I don't, I don't think I'm far off. I don't really think I am. Again, I think it's mainly because I think mainly what it is is it's trust of, you know, can they draw? It's trust of can they be the face of the company and the division? It's trust of, you know, can they be professional? And mostly it's trust of can they hold off on wanting to be mothers, start a family until we find the right people to take their place. That's what it is. It's all about trust. Like I said, I could be wrong, but I don't think I really am. Am you know, I don't think I really am at all. Or let me correct myself or let me phrase that. What I'm saying is that I could I be wrong? Yes. But I don't think I'm wrong to an extent. Like I could be wrong. But I think there's some truth to what I'm talking about um, as well. But let me know what your guys' thoughts are. How do you feel about, you know, the way the women's divisions are being booked in both these two major promotions? You know, do you think it's about trust or do you think it's something more? Let me know down below in the comments as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Super chats are open in the live chat. We greatly appreciate it if you could, you know, donate there if you haven't already. Uh, super thanks will be open afterwards. Also, you can follow me at my BW Roses Discussions podcast and all your favorite audio podcast affiliates except for Pandora. But more specifically, follow me on Spotify. You follow me there. It helps me out in a big way to expand the brand uh, financially. Um, also, check out the Teespring store as well for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. Also, check out my Patreon at BW Roses and check out my DeviantArt at BVW1979. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are. How do you feel about this overall you know, what do you think the issue is? Do you think it's trust or do you think it's something more? Let me know what your thoughts are. And until next time, guys, I am out.